Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Dorit. Hi, this is Tom Thurwell. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the Nightmare Fuel Hustle Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is Mad Dog, Ooh Dockery. This is Tonga. I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken. Glorious. Broken but glorious. To broken but glorious podcast because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Laffin. I'm delighted to be joined online by the heavyweight king, Mickey Barnes. How are you doing, Stephen Mickey? I'm not bad, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I'm stuffed. I've, I, we, we're on payday, we have a payday takeaway. So I've just had a Chinese. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep looking at myself going, oh, I need to get 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 back to my pre lockdown weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think oh, I've I gained weight. <laughs> well, well we're just um, if I was in work I'd be having black coffees. But at home the girlfriend just keeps making me frothy coffee, so we're having like six or seven frothy coffees a day rather than, yeah. rather than just having juice yeah. or water. I'd have it in work. <laughs> work from home just bring me frothy uh... coffees and we're having that. <laughs> <laughs> Afternoon cakes and so, do you want a sweet? <laughs> Go on, man. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> and rather than get, going out, going get to little bussy shop by the town hall and getting a salad and just you know, yeah. teas every day with crisps and all so how you been surviving lockdowns yeah i've been great cheers mate thank you i've been i've been really good i've uh been grafting through um not been furloughed no um, I, sorry go on i was gonna say yeah yeah i've, I've been I was, I was working from home for five months, then we went back to the office for like two days a week for a couple of weeks, and then we got told to work from home again. So, <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to get used to working from home, but yeah, imagine it being hard to get motivated. In the begin, in the beginning, it was hard because we had the kids at home as well, so they all, they couldn't get used to the idea of I can't just go bother dad whenever I want. It took them a while. Say I'm in work, <laughs> so, <laughs> even though I'm in the house yeah. at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, once they went back to school, I thought, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I've, I've been all right, though, thanks, mate. Um, like I say, I had a job uh, before this whole uh, this whole pandemic happened. Um, yeah. And then obviously the whole uh, lockdown thing kicked in and I lost my job. So that was a bit of a downer. Oh. Um, but I found a job working through uh, lockdown, became self-employed. Yeah. Uh, so just been just been grafting through. If if anything, I've been more busy. So there's people are saying yeah. like you know this needs doing, that needs doing, and stuff like that. But obviously taking all the correct precautions and stuff like that. Um. But yeah, if if just if anything, it's just. Obviously, just been the same for me. I've just been working every day. Yeah. I think I think I'm doing more work. So I'm not sitting there chatting in between. It's five of us in the office, and uh, you spend a lot of the time just talking to each other. So I think, I think me just sitting <laughs> yeah. in the back room by myself has made me more productive, probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, so, um, so having you on, I think I've completed the set of the bad lads. So thank uh, you. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Save the best till last, eh? Uh, drill. <laughs> yeah, Drill's been on twice, and Big Joe's been on once. So, <laughs> so oh, class. I love those two boys. <laughs> They're my main men, you know what I mean? Start to. <laughs> yes, um, I've heard your training with Noosh, like a couple of the recent guests I've had on. So. Yes. Oh, gosh, sorry. Yes. Um, 36 week. Uh, with, trained with Nush, uh, came to a decision that I've, I'm not going to lie, I've got to a, a point where I don't like how my physique looks. Yes. Um, you know, with the whole, I wouldn't say letting myself go, but I'm not looked after myself the way I should have done. Um, so I've, I've, I'm one of these ones where I've tried every diet going under the sun and it just does not yeah. work. And obviously I'm not, I'm not disciplined enough as well. 
You know, I mean, I'll I'll do a week eating right, and then I'll be like, oh, I might as well have that takeaway. I've done well. Do you know what I mean? And that's that's not the way to go. So I used to train with uh, with Nush when I started training rest, and uh, known him for a few years. And I reached out to him and I said, yeah. "Listen, I need your help, mate. What do I need to do?" And he was like, "I've got you." Um, it's giving me a workout routine. Um, the way it's going, it's it's going slow, but it's it's not it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Um, mm, I'm enjoying definitely. it. I am enjoying it because like nobody likes. Well, I mean, some people do, uh, but like, I've never really enjoyed working out. If that makes sense, it's always been a motivational thing. You know, going home after word and going back out to the gym but with this yeah i am very I, yeah i always i always i always have to go to the gym before work when i when i tried to lose weight i couldn't do it after work yeah yeah because when you get home i prefer to get just, to the gym at half seven and then go to work you gotta go straight to work after that yeah 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 um but like i say I, i'm enjoying it I'm, I'm i've got the motivation again and he, he is he's the best trainer I've ever had <laughs> to be honest Yes, so I can't, I can't Drill and Big Joe as well. Oh yeah, I mean Drill. Drill's cut weight like no one's business, has he? Um, I think he's. I believe he's a cruiserweight. Close to five, I think it was a close to five stone. I think he said it was four and a half. Stone, yeah, yeah, he, he's nailed it on the head. Um, and Big Joe, Big Joe, he's he's not he's he's big. He actually is big now. I know. I, said, I can't remember who I said it to. I was like, he's gonna, you have to tell him to stop because it's gonna ruin his gimmick. I know. I know. Point I'm is, like, he thinks he's big, but he's actually big. <laughs> it's like you're just just gonna be called Joe now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but those those guys have always uh, drill is always to be fair. Um, he's always I wouldn't say he's been out of shape, but he's always been in, in decent nick. Yeah, he knows. He, he you know, but I mean now he looks he looks incredible. Uh, and Big Joe, Big Joe, he's always had a good physique on him, but now he looks even better. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's nice to, to, uh, to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, across, across the, the whole country, yeah, all the wrestlers, those shapes of wrestlers have got in during lockdowns. I can't wait for people to come back. I can't, oh, who, yeah, I, I was, I was, yeah. Inter- I was interviewing uh, Ryan Thorne. He said, I was just, I was just, uh, Making sure my physique looked all right, but when he went back to training, he forgot to do it to Joris, so he's gassed after five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, everyone's focusing on how they look, but they forget that the tank's nothing, nothing in the tank. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, everyone, every, I mean, Ethan Allen, he's got huge arms. Oh, amazing. He looks, he looks awesome. Um, but so many guys on there, uh, just, just look incredible and they're nailing it. So, um, yeah, every credit to him. And like I say, Nush. Is is the man to go to mm. with with that with that I can't fault him. So you've been watching much wrestling during lockdown, or you're wrestling fan in general? Now I am a wrestling fan. Yeah. However, I prefer the old school stuff. Ah. Now I don't follow. I mean, obviously, I watch the main events. Like I watch um, the Big Four, Rumble Mania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a I'm a guy who loves like seventies and eighties stuff. And the early nineties, proper, proper, also, yeah. Um, I mean, I I grew up obviously through the Attitude Era, but it was very hold, it was very hard to get hold of. Unless you had Sky, you weren't watching it. Oh yeah, um, you had a guy guy in a Stuka club who gives you that Sky cards like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your mum's mate used to come round <laughs> to get him for you. A dodgy, a dodgy box and a dodgy card. <laughs> Well, it used to be on Channel 4, didn't it? I remember it used to be on Channel 4. Mm. Um, but you weren't, you were never all up to date with it. So, no. um, I, I, I had a lot of the old VHS tapes. Um, like my first VHS tape was, uh, WrestleMania 8. Oh, that was my first WrestleMania. So I was allowed to stay up and watch that on. <laughs> <laughs> Showing your age there, pal. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, like 10 or 11, I can't remember. Yeah. That was, yeah. Awesome WrestleMania, that. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I remember the uh, the Bret Hart Rowdy Piper match. Roddy Piper, sorry. Mm. And uh, that moment when he's about to hit him with the bell, and he looks to the crowd, and the whole crowd's like, you know, screaming at him not to do it. I was like, that's magic. That that that's how you get a crowd going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just if he was still a bit heel like he was like two or three years beforehand, he would have. Yeah, he would have plotted with it. Yeah, but, yeah. 
because because he heard face, it kind of ter- it was kind of turned against him. So it was a good storyline. Yeah, uh, that, that's just... that's a good turn in it. That, that's a good way to turn heel mm. to turn face off. Def- yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I love the Ric Flair match. It's a match of my favorite growing up. Oh, mate! <laughs> when his white hair went completely red as well, that was unbelievable. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that was an awesome <laughs> match. That I mean, those two guys. I mean, Macho Man's Macho Man, isn't he? And Ric Flair is just, you know, there's nothing you can say. I mean, everyone compliments him. There's nothing else you can say on the matter, is there? He's just unbelievable. That was amazing. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't go that because the rumor what well rumor was they wanted to be Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair, which should have been the main events in everybody's head. But I'm really glad they went with Macho Man versus Ric Flair because. Oh. Just have, yeah. Yeah, having my, my favourite wrestler win the world title on my first pay-per-view was like the greatest crazy Yeah, thing yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, was, I am, I don't think they'd regret having Ric Flair v. Randy. Um, but, no. I mean, I can see where the, I can see the other side of the coin to that. Which, yeah, on paper, you would think it would be Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Uh, but, I mean, that, that match, I mean, just speaks volumes, doesn't it? Just, I mean, if anybody wants yeah. to watch wrestling, like, wants to get into wrestling, I'd, I'd say go back and watch those generations because you don't get that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but everybody says that how bad, bad the like new generation era was. And the, I love going back and watching all the old the, from like ninety two to ninety five. We get me and my girlfriend watch that a lot. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she's she has a slight obsession with Bret Hart, so that's probably why she likes that. <laughs> 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 well, um, when I got with. Uh, my my wife at the time she was my girlfriend. I uh, introduced her to wrestling. She watched it a bit, yeah. but her she fell in love with Owen Hart. Oh she, wow! Uh, yeah. And I was just like, fair enough, yeah, Owen Hart. I mean, he 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 was unbelievable as well, weren't he? But I was just like, my my favorite was always Bret Hart, and she was like, no, it's Owen. Then I showed her the um, Bret and Owen match from WrestleMania ten. Ten. Amazing. And she was like, well, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like, such a great storyline. That's from that Survivor Series '93 right through to SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that was a great feud. Yeah, so. that cage match was unbelievable. And the mo, I think, I think it was was it the Royal Rumble when they had that tag match and he and he turned on him. Yes, because they yeah. sort of like patched it up, didn't they, after Survivor Series? Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the Hart, Hart Brothers bit of Quebecers. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they were going for the tag titles, weren't they? Yeah. And obviously, he didn't, he didn't tag him in or something, and, he, and I thought, that is magic. That. <laughs> he got heat for that. Do you know what I mean? But just little things like that, just, it's worth the payoff, if that makes sense. Yeah, and then later on, the, Owen got him to lose the title to Bob Backlund, and just, I get this yeah, one to first yeah, yeah. Just amazing. amazing <laughs> and he got, yeah, he got Anvil with him, didn't he? He got, he got, yeah. he got Anvil <laughs> services, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you so Bret Hart was your favorite wrestler growing up, then? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Bret Hart was number one. Yeah. Uh, ran, Macho Man's number two, and number three was Mr. Perfect. Oh, amazing! Yeah. I've I've I've, I've, I've appreciated Mr. Perfect as I've got older. I, I think he did his job really well when I was little because I just didn't like him when I was little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hate I hated him at first, but like. Obviously, you, you can't you can't not appreciate how good he was. If that yes, makes sense. and it's like just like the the way he moves for people, and he was never selfish in the ring. No, and it was just like you don't get that anymore. Like those amazing bumps he does. It's just like that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you you, you stay at a level like Dolph Ziggler. He just he sells for everybody, but he can't. He, yeah, he'll get to a main event, but he's really just there to make the other guy look amazing rather than he's got to yeah. win the title. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's his role, isn't it, type of thing. Hello, this is RP Davis, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so what prompted you to dawn the tights and get into the ring yourself? Well, I always wanted to do it. My earliest memory of pro wrestling was... I, I must have been about four. And I remember, I couldn't, I, I remember it vividly. Like, I remember I couldn't sleep. And yes. uh, I came downstairs and, uh, and uh, I went to the living room and my dad was sat on the sofa and he was watching wrestling. And I remember, I remember the red, white and blue ropes. And I remember Bret Hart's pink tights. Oh, and wow. I, 
I was just hooked instantly. Like I don't know what it, I don't know if that was my calling or if it was just the colours that made yes. me interested or, or anything. I just remember having to watch it, and ever since then I've always said, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And obviously, you know, you're at school and stuff like that. And I'd, I remember throughout school they were saying to me, "What do you want to do when you're older?" You know, and they tell you like what you want to do when you're older and stuff. And I always put down a pro wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Got to the point where I'd, I'd, I'd left school, I'd got into college, and I thought, right, I'm, I'm 18 now. I'm going to do this. And I typed, I went on the internet and I typed in wrestling schools. First one that popped up, popped up was uh, Grand Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So uh, I was giving them a call. And you always have the hardest part of getting into wrestling is making that first phone call. Because it's like, do I, don't I, do I, or don't I. And I just thought, right, I'll do it. Rang up. Got no answer. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's a sign. <laughs> um, so I, I give it another day and I rang up again and I, uh, it was Johnny Brannigan who answered the phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, explain that who I am and all that lot. And uh, he said, yeah, come down. He says, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Blackpool. And he's like, oh, so am I. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Free lift. <laughs> <laughs> Bit right at the time, but then obviously he would get there earlier, obviously for the other classes. Um, and plus, I, I, I'd, I'd happily make my own way there anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I remember. I remember he said to me, he said, uh, "This was in the November when I rang him, and he said I've got inductions on the in the January. So do what you can to get yourself in good shape, and then come down." So I went down, met with him, and uh, there was just so many. Like I'm from a small town called Poulton the Fylde, yes. where everyone knows each other. And I got I, I, I got to the Solage gym, and there was just so many people, like, different sizes, different shapes, different looks, and I thought, wow, like, this is a, this is, this is good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, probably yes. down-to-earth people yeah. as well. And it uh, makes us wait, doesn't it? makes us all wait, so we're all like, this is even, like, we're all nervous anyway. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like yeah. doing the awkward. Hello, how are you? What your name? What's my name? <laughs> um, and then he, he he comes in and he's like, "Right, lads, get in the ring." I'm like, "Oh god, <laughs> what's going on here?" And uh, first thing you do is uh, is squat chops. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> wounded." But, uh, I think we did about hundred, hundred and fifty of them, and I just literally got out of the ring and sat down, and I just. I couldn't. I couldn't move. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I am not in great shape. <laughs> I interviewed um, Jim Bailey two weeks ago, and he said he was doing cross cr- 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 stops. He managed to last the whole lesson, but when he got back to his flat, he couldn't get up the stairs because his legs had gone. <laughs> <laughs> On his first, his first. <laughs> I can believe it, mate. Honestly, at least he made it back to his flat. I don't know. How I got out of the ring. So what? So was um like Bret Hart is the perfect who you want to like mold your style on when you start training? Did you want to go down like the technical wrestler route? Yes, to a degree. Uh, well, when I first started and I met and I met Johnny, mm-hmm. he said to me, he asked me the very same question: "Who's your favourite?" And I told him, and he said, uh, "What have you got any ideas of what you want to do?" Now I wanted to be like a royal blue blood. Oh well. Yeah. Come out with what I'm behind me back, you know, like Lord Regal and stuff like that. Yeah, early Triple H. But yeah, yeah. Und- yeah. And he was like, "Oh, yeah. right, okay then, okay then." Uh, well, have you done anything to like get like that? I was like, "No, no, it's just an idea." And he says, "Well, I'll tell you what. Go home, look in the mirror, and uh, tell me. Do a promo and tell me what you think." So I get home, look in the mirror, and I try and do the most royalish Queen's English talk. I can do anything yeah. deep, not work. I was like, text him, yeah, I'll scrap that idea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, there's time for that. It's time for that. You're only in your first week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, 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 I would, I would, um, like an ideal world, I would love to like be mole off Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect. Um, but you, you, you find your own style. And I think you yes. need to find your own style, don't you? I think like, yeah, take ideas here and there. But you also need to stand out, I think. Not that I like, I'm not saying I stand out by any means of the, like, any means, but I think I've got 
my own look and my own image, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> there's not many <laughs> many big guys out there. <laughs> so, how, so what are your thoughts on current the current British scene compared to where you started? Because you came in just as like the boom start. Was it like 2012, 2011? Well, then. Uh, I made my day. I started training in 2011. Yeah. Um, and I made my debut in 2013. Yeah, so just as a, the boom like yeah. was taken off, wasn't it? So. Yeah, and I'm embarrassed to say that I knew nothing about the British wrestling scene. I honestly thought it was all just like America and Japan. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'd say there wasn't a huge amount. Yeah, like, yeah. Apart it, from like, it, the, it, the, like the holiday parks and the, the odd biggish promotion books. Yeah, That's I mean, like now it's just skyrocketed, hasn't it? Now yeah. it's just taken off. It's, it's, it's a monster now, isn't it, how big it is? Um, but I mean, obviously, I knew about the old World of Sport days and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I was starting as it was starting to to get into the boom type of thing. Um, but like, but when you, but like about the situation now, um, I think it's it's awesome. Um, it's a, it's it's a very good feeling, even though I might just be a small piece, but I'm still a piece of the British wrestling scene, if that makes sense. And it's it's an it's a, a good proud thing to be able to say but there's guys out there who are just killing it and it, guys and, and girls who are just killing it and every credit's for do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah even if you were yeah as I said, even just if you, if you only wanted to wrestle locally it was like there's so much in like Lancashire Manchester Liverpool North Wales and then the upper part of Cheshire like you don't really need to leave your home base to like have a regular work <laughs> there's so much wrestling just in the northwest of England that <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, when I first started, I did say um, mm. I want to travel the UK, which I've been fortunate enough to do. Yes, and I would like to wrestle abroad. Um, I mean, obviously, the main goal is to get you know to the big time. However, gotta be realistic. There's there's so many people fighting for that spot, aren't they? Um, but I, I would love to be able to to wrestle abroad, like round Europe and. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that'd be a nice thing to do. Um, but, but yeah, uh, like I say, I work with GPW, um, Mega Slam, and I don't, have you heard of Ian McGregor? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, old, old school promoter. Uh, doesn't have social media or anything like that. No. Um, but he goes all around the, the country as well. Um, so they're the three promotions I work for. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Um, but like I say, I'm 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 working like Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Do you know what I mean? I'm 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 away wrestling doing that, so I'm I'm loving it. Oh, amazing! <laughs> <laughs> so take us back to like your first show and your first match. So who you're against, and in hindsight, was it any good? Did you really enjoy it? So have you gone back and watched it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my first match was for Grand Pro Wrestling, and it was the tenth anniversary. The 10th anniversary yeah. show. And, uh, it was, it was me. It was Sexy Kev. Um, it was Drill. Yeah. It was, uh, Noah. And, oh, wow. And who was the other? Oh, I can't, I forget his name. He, he only did that one. Um, Niall, I think he was called. And, uh, he pulls us aside and he says, listen, this is like the January or something. Yeah. And he says, like, the 10, 10 year anniversary show's coming up. Um, I'm doing a, a 15-man battle royal, and the concept is past, present, and future stars. And he goes, you guys are the five future stars. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, wow. And then, you know, we, the people, you know, who were currently in, in the promotion and who were who were past, who, were, who used to be in the promotion, sorry, who left. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, oh, I, I, when he said it, it didn't register. Because I've been waiting for this moment to finally get on a show, and I'd never been on it. I'd never done any like because some guys do stuff before they actually have a match, don't they? You know, like yeah. run-ins or they'll be um, they'll have a squash match or something like that. Um, but I'd I'd had nothing. I'd never walked through that curtain at all. Oh wow! So, so I was just like, wow, this is unbelievable. Like, is this like is he what he's what he's saying true? Anyway, so I keep I, <laughs> he must have been like he must have been annoyed. Bless him. But yeah. every day I was pestering him, like, what do I need to do? What do I need to get? Like, <laughs> I, was just, 
And, uh, you know, I, 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 like, you know, me being a technophobe, I, I do not know how to order stuff online. So I was like, please can you help me, like, <laughs> you know, please can you help me order knee pads? Please can you help me order, order boots? <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I got away with that. Um, I think I ended up, I think I actually ended up borrowing some knee pads <laughs> on my first. Oh. Yeah, I think, yeah, I ended up borrowing some knee pads. Um, I couldn't get hold of, I couldn't get hold of anything. Um, but like I say, I, I got, I got to the, sh- I got to the venue and Joey Hayes was there. DDL was there. Um, wow. DJ Banks was there. Uh, you know, Sam Gradwell was there. And I was just like, wow, these, these, these guys are just like, I don't dare <laughs> say anything. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> I mean, not, not like they, they would like, not like they did intimidate you anyway, but I mean, just like the respect you have for them guys being where they are. And it's just like, wow, like I have, I've made it. If that makes sense. Like in my own head, I'd, I'd made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be on a show <laughs> with those guys. And then, yeah. So, you know, just getting ready. Absolutely bricking it, mate. I'm not going to lie. I was just terrified. And then, uh, he comes up to me and he goes, you're going to be the third to the last. Like, oh, sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got all my family and friends here. At least I'm not getting out chucked out first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and, did and, you, and, uh, were you saying that you hadn't been through the curtain before? Had you thought about how you were going to do your entrance? Or was it, did you just walk yeah. out and go, oh. <laughs> The night before, I had this, I had this entrance planned, right? I thought, yeah. <laughs> when, you know, the lights are going to go out. There's going to be, there's going to be fireworks going off. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to do the Vincent Man strut, all that lot. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny says to me, go out there, keep your entrance short. We've got 15 guys getting here. I was like, right, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I was like, that's absolutely bad. <laughs> cool. uh, what about uh, the, the bad lads? So how did you meet Drill and Big Joe? And- uh, right, so um, uh, when I was training, uh, we were, it must yeah, I was training at GPW, yeah. and we used to do this this bit when we got a bit like more advanced in the in the sessions. You know, when you're not a beginner anymore, but you're still not ready to go on shows. Yes. Uh, Johnny would uh, put matches together, or he'd put like you know, uh, like a package together where like you cut a promo and stuff like that. You know, like little, little skits in the ring that you'd do. Yeah. So it was uh, a lad called Bobby Cash and. Uh, Bobby Cash had like this, he had this little bell thing, and we we were like his henchmen type of thing. Oh, and, uh, yeah. I, I I just recently met Drill uh, because he, he I, I never knew he he came. He, I think he'd left and then came back, but as he left, I came in, and then when I was there, he came back. So I'd never had that meeting with him, if that makes sense. He just missed yeah, me, and yeah. I just missed him. So we got chatting and stuff like that. Um. And then we, we were put together, and uh, we his henchmen, and he, he said, uh, "Be a tag team." So I was like, "Right then, what do we do? What do we?" We was like, "Just cut a promo." I was like, "Right, well, what what do we call ourselves? We look nothing alike." Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're from Wigan, I'm from Blackpool. Uh, what footy team do you support? He was like, "Man United." I was like, "Right, okay, so we're not we're not um, compatible <laughs> there." <laughs> And then we were just talking. It was like, "Well, it's got us on the bad lads." I was like, "Yeah, it's got us on the bad lads." <laughs> so uh, yeah. just and then as soon as we said it, it just it, it just rolled off the tongue. Really, I was like, yeah, "Nicky Barnes," but he was my main man drill. And I said, "We are the bad lads." And then everyone just burst out laughing. I was like, "Is that a good thing or a bad thing?" <laughs> and uh, Johnny said, "I love it." He said, "Work on it, put it together, make it make it your own." And and we have. Um, Proud of it. Uh, and then Big Joe was training. I think he came a couple of years after, didn't it? Yeah. I think it was a couple, two or three years yes. after. And um Johnny came with the idea. He said, you know, Big Joe's ready. Um, could you, he's, he's going to join you guys as the bad lads, as the third member. Uh, he needed to cut a promo and uh, big up how big he is. I was like, you are. He was like, yeah. big up how big he is. I was like, what, as in Joe, big Joe? I mean, you mean Joe, who's a trainer? He's like, yeah, 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 big him up. I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say he's a, he's a great hard lad. And he was like, no, I mean, big him up as in like he's massive, he's huge. I was like, ah, <laughs> I see what you're doing. Right, I get what you're doing. <laughs> right, right. So uh, 
me and Drill come out and like I, I, we'd gone on like a losing streak or something. Me and Drill, I'm sure we'd gone on a losing streak. And uh, we we yeah. said, you know, when we come back next this time, like in a couple of months, whatever, we're bringing our 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 pal. Like he's big, he's huge, he's massive. And each time Drill's putting his hand higher and higher and higher, like until it's like towering over us. And then like yeah. <laughs> the, show, the show after. We come out and we're looking at the kit and we're looking up and then big, big, big Joe comes out and then just like how small he is in it, like height wise. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, oh, big Joe, I love you, mate. Only big Joe could make that work. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, that, that's yeah, how I big think, Joe um, He's so funny. Oh, he's amazing. He, I, and you know what? He's, he's such a lovely lad. I get on, I get on like a house on fire with him. Um, mm. and, and he's going to go far. Without, without a shadow of a doubt, he's going to go far. Um, yeah, he, he's 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 got it. He's he's got something, and he's I don't know what it is, but he's got it. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. He could be on anyone's card. He could be on anyone's card, and there's there'll always be a spot for him on that card. I think. Definitely. Um, yeah, and TNT Ignition shows the first time I ever had to cheer him. And it's so weird because we're so used to being Wrestle Island and singing Tiny Tiny Joe with him. Yeah, oh, my yeah. five-year-old is really confused. Like, like, why are we cheering Big Joe? We're meant to be booing him and singing <laughs> Tiny Joe. He's a good well, that, guy. That's it, that's the, he can work face as well. That, that's the funny thing. He, he, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he's great at what he does, but he can be any role, if that makes sense, can't he? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the good thing. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many shows we've been to where he hasn't even wrestled. He's just done a, came out and done a promo. Or he's, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, did he, a... Singing contest against Matt Brooks and or uh, <laughs> yeah, he's competition against him or some silly. <laughs> he's challenging fans, isn't he, to push up competition, push up challenges or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> this is Rick Marcus, and you've been listening to Broken But Glorious podcast. Uh, uh, so away from the wrestling ring, you've got a boxing match soon. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so why, why did you get involved in boxing? <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved it. I've I've always been a fan of boxing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I've always been a fan. I will have to say I I don't think I've watched a match since David Hay versus that big Russian bloke. Um, oh, oh um, the big tall one. You mean? No, yeah, value. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. about it was about twelve, ten, twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was some time ago. <laughs> Oh yeah. I was saying when I when I interviewed RP Davis, I was like, I don't have a clue about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bump. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, well, a, a mate of mine. Yeah. He does a lot of boxing shows. Uh, he's the Maltese disease. He's, he's from Malta. Oh wow, that's good. yeah. So yeah. that that that's money in itself. Sitting there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. And he said to me, he said, go on, do it, do it, you know, it'd be good for you, like, you know, you get good in good shape, and it'll, and, you know, it is a good experience. And I thought, oh, you know, I've got, you know, I've got commitments and stuff with, with wrestling and that, I don't know if I can fit it in. And if I'm going to do something, I don't want to half arse it, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, but there was a, a period when I didn't have many bookings, uh, so I thought, right, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to book in the 12-week training session. And I'm going to give it a go. And uh, I, I trained, there's a place in Blackpool, it's, uh, it's BR Fitness and Boxing, which is, uh, Brian the Lion Rose's gym and his brother Mitch, Mitchell Rose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I went down there and, uh, I said, you know, I believe you've, you've got a boxing event on. Is there any chance I could, I could be on it? And he was like, yeah, of course you can. Just, you know, make sure you come as many times as you can. I know everyone's got commitments and stuff. Um, but, the more you come, the more you'll get out of it. So I was like, absolutely fine. He was like, I'll put you in someone who's like, you know, obviously it's my first fight, so he's not going to put me against a guy who's had 20 fights. Um, so I thought this, I thought, um, the man, uh, Daz Makinson. Yeah. And, and, uh, I thought, oh, like, he's going to bang me here. He's going to do me. He's going to just do me. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I was like, what have I got myself into? Um, but, it's that moment where you, it, it's very cliche, isn't it? It's very like, you either sink or swim, don't you? Type of thing. And I thought, yeah. you know what? 
I've got a 50-50s chance here. Like, he can bang, but I'm not a small lad and I can bang, so let's just go for it. Um, so I train as, hard as, as much as I could, as hard as I could, and get to the, get to the venue. And t- to me, crowds never, it doesn't bother me with crowds of being in the wrestling game. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I'm not nervous. Like, there's few lads on there who were nervous and stuff because of the crowd work, like the crowd, not crowd work, but, you know, being in front of a crowd. It's different when you're sparring in a gym to perform. Yeah, on a, exactly. Yeah. And that never phased me. And, uh, I'm getting ready. Uh, I think I was like third or fourth matching. Walk out, and I walk out like I'm, like I'm, you know, the bad lad down. And I thought, oh, you crap. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> but I got a good reaction. I was going to say, good... is it is it completely different like mindset from from wrestling? Does it? Yeah, you're not going out to perform, and it's weird. It must be yeah. weird training not to hurt someone rather than to look like you're hurting someone. Yeah, you know, that's what I was when when I was training, hitting the bags. I was pulling me punches, and I was yeah. making boxing punches look like work punches, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. And I thought he's he's gonna he's just gonna walk me down. This guy, I need to start laying him in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like going for the curtain was all fine and dandy. Um, mm-hmm. Getting to the ring, and the guy does the announcing, and there was just a moment when I heard the bell go. I was like. Oh my god, this is real. He's not he's not walking around me. We're not doing the whole looking at the crowd stuff. He's coming at me to me. What do I do? Move? Do I go left or right? Do I go left? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was yeah. just like, oh no. So I mean, obviously it came then, and um, it, that, that was it. Felt like a good five minutes, three or four second thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And it, it just and when you're in there, it's weird because in wrestling. You notice and you hear and you feel the crowd. In boxing, you forget they're there, if that makes sense, because you're not, not, not in a disrespectful way, but you're not paying attention to them. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's literally you and another one, another person getting ready to smack each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that makes it is a very different, different ball game, and it's, it's, it's hard to explain. Unless you've done both, you'll know what I mean because there's something in your mind that just switches like when you're wrestling you just know where you need to be what you need to do what's coming next you know how the mm-hmm. mechanics works when we're boxing it's just you can get knocked out any time you know what I mean yeah I mean obviously you can get hurt any time in wrestling of course um, but with boxing it's literally you or him if that makes sense yeah definitely <laughs> so <laughs> when is your fight and where could people get tickets or yes um Hopefully, uh, if everything's going normal, it'll be in March. Um, it'll be at Viva in Blackpool, Blackpool Town Centre, um, near Blackpool Tower, next to Blackpool Tower. Um, yeah. You can get tickets uh, through me or through the promotion itself, which is MR and EBF Boxing Promotions. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, that's that's the way. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put links in the description below the interview if anybody wants to. Oh, thank you very much. Watch. I appreciate that. So, as part of your feud with RP Davis, was there any ever any talk of doing like a work boxing match between the two, two of you? Um, not so much a work boxing match. Um, yeah. Because when I first found out, Ryan, uh, Johnny, Johnny and Ryan know each other. Um, yeah. Previously. And uh, Johnny says to me, he goes, uh, I've got uh, a friend, Ryan. Have you heard of Ryan Davis? Now, I'd heard of Ryan Davis. I didn't really know know him. I knew he was a mm-hmm. local boxer. And I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to work it. I'm going to work him some, like with you, putting him in an angle with you. You know, sort of like Mayweather and Big Show type of thing. Yes. And I was like, right, sound, sound. So I was watching. I went home and I watched Rocky Three with Thunder Lips. I watched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I watched uh, an Oki and Ali. I watched um, Mayor of a Big Show. And I thought, right, okay, so I'm just getting pointers here, pointers here. And then um, Johnny said to me, you know, come meet him, see what you think. Got got to know him. Thought he was an absolute douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I, um, no, I said to him, um, I said, obviously, I know like where you're coming from, 
the boxing game and stuff. So every credit for you for what you've done and what what you're doing coming into it. Um, I said I think we can make this work if we make this as real as possible. Um, and I don't mean as like a work. I mean as real as possible. And we literally he he did a he did a show where he was in the crowd and we attacked him. And then yes, he put on social media saying you know not what I wanted when I come to a wrestling show. And then I just absolutely terrorised him on social media. And <laughs> I, I made sure he wasn't in the gym. And I turned up at his gym no. with a camera. And I was like, where's your boy? Where's your boy? All that lot. And I literally got so much grief on social media. <laughs> people threatening to do me in. They were going to key my car. They were yeah. like, how dare you treat a national a local treasure like this? And I was just like, is a bum. I'm going to retire. I'm going to make him retire permanently. <laughs> I mean, I was just loving it. Yeah. <laughs> like people literally come up to me going, mate, he's a nice guy that ran it. You know what? He can bang. He's going to do you in. I was like, is he yet, mate? The guy's a loser, mate. Look at him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But I was just going all uh, Mickey Barnes mode on him. And um, obviously we get to the venue, we get to the show and we discuss what we're going to do. And like he was, he was confident but nervous at the same time, obviously, because I knew it was a big thing for him. Uh, his debut, his debut is always a big thing. Um, but also, I was, I was nervous as well because not only have I got this guy's first match, I've got. Yeah. If it goes wrong, it's on me. And Johnny, who got me to where I am today, has entrusted me to to pull this off. If that makes sense. Yeah. And and. You, to every credit to Ryan, he was he was he was on form. You know, I mean, he made it. He says a look after him, which is so nice to hear. But do you know, what I mean, he made it an easy night for me as well. So, preps to Ryan. Yeah, it was very fun match. I did I did watch it in in my um, research for the um, that interview with him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's still a bum though. <laughs> <laughs> This is the infamous Cameron Solis, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. So if you're a promoter today promoting a show, um, using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, split uh, wrestlers that are associated to you in some way, if I give you a match type, would you tell me who you put in that match? Yeah, yeah, of course. So who would be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? My opening match... Right, I'm going to put Sandy Beach in there. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to have him he's, again. He's, he's, he's come oh. on a lot in the last oh, 18 yeah. months. Yeah, he... he something's just cleared to click. Yeah, he is unbelievable. And, like, he's he's just like Big Joe. He's got that it factor about him, if that makes sense. Yeah, he's got um, a bit of a swagger about him. When he's, yeah, yeah and he's, he's, he's got the look and he, he's... You know what I mean? He's just... He's nailing it, and and I think, excuse me, I think he's gonna go places as well. I, I can, I can, I can see him doing. Very, I mean, he's still young as well. That's the scary thing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's yeah, <laughs> a young lad. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's got that swagger. He's complete arsehole in the ring, but then he's great with the kids at the meeting yeah. roots. And that inflatable yeah. shark he had. It's just yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> that made it for me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm. Uh, yeah, so I'd say Sandy Beach, and I'm going to have him again, CJ Banks. Oh, wow. And, like, CJ Banks, I think he's the pound for pound. I know that's what what, he, what he's, he has on the... But I think he generally is the the pound for pound best worker in the country. Well, yes. Like, I mean, I, I've wrestled him numerous times, and I can... I, do you know what I mean? He's like, he's like my Shawn Michaels to my to my Diesel, <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that makes if that makes sense, I mean, he just it's he's just so good in the ring, and I always learn more when I've been in the ring with him. I, I do you know what I mean? I, I can just the guy is phenomenal. And I know people yeah, throw that word out. I don't think 
Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it was one of them guys. You'll have to be really bad to have a bad match with him. Yeah, yeah, you can't you not have it. a good match with him. You know what I mean? Because he just and he's so selfless as well in the ring. He just he just gives you anything, and he makes you look a million dollars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I had a match with him yeah in 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 uh, in Blackpool, and he was the the villain. Now was the babyface which uh, we, we usually do it the other way around, uh, me being the monster heel and him being, you know, the, the baby face. And I was so nervous. A, it was in my hometown, and B, I, I just work in baby face. And he, he made me look <laughs> like a superstar, mate. And I, I can, do you know what I mean? And that's him, not me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to say Sandy Beach against CJ Banks in the opener. And I think that would get the crowd into it. Yeah, CJ's another one who's really good with the kids at meet and greets. He looks like a dead scary guy, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think the uh, opening so, match should always be should always be a good match, shouldn't it? And I think those two guys can would pull some of it off. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a couple, yeah. Guys have come on and said if you're not in your main event, you want to be in the first match. Yeah. So, yeah, so you kind of you set a level for the rest of the show then. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to be number two, though, following that uh, <laughs> uh, Who would be in your comedy match? My comedy match, I would have none other than Big Joe. Yes. <laughs> because... 90% of people put Big Joe in. <laughs> I know, and I, I know, and I, I, I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, because I think... No. He can do any match, but I think he's so good at just being Big Joe. Do you know what I mean? And I think he could just... He wouldn't even have to do any moves. And he, and he, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And he'd still get a reaction like, like no one's business. <laughs> yeah. Just come out, call everybody a dweeb. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're going to have him against Jet Fashion. Oh, that's something I've not seen. Yeah, Jet, Jet Fashion is, uh, Jet he's, Fashion. he's, he used to tag with Bin Man. Um, yep. so I'd have him, against Jet Fashion, because Jet Fashion is a guy who could... He, he's another guy who could, like... What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, he's the guy who could, who could, I think, really bounce off Big Joe and make it just... Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yes. And I think I think those two would have would have a cracking comedy match, just with the personalities and the characters. Um, your women's title match? My women's title match? I'm going to go for... Lizzie Styles. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to put her against Rio. Ooh. That's too hard hitting ladies. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be a very good match. And, and both women are just so talented. And I think that there are another two who I think could go on to bigger things. Do you know what I mean? I think they could, um, I think they, they could, they've got a big future ahead of them. And they're, they're yeah, still definitely. young, I think, aren't they? I know, I know Lizzie's early, early 20s, 22. Yeah, it's scary how young they are, isn't it? And it's just how much, yeah. how much <laughs> time they've got left, you know what I mean? So I'm nearly 30, <laughs> and I'm like, bloody hell, I've only got a couple of years left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think my women's match would be Lizzie Styles v Rio, because I think that would be incredible. I don't know if they've already yeah. wrestled or not. It probably they probably have, but I think two hard-hitting ladies like that would would be would be good to see. Oh, that'd be a great match. Um, a hardcore extreme rules stipulation type match. Now I thought about this one, and I'm going to put two guys in here who I don't know if they do hardcore matches, but I think it'd be very interesting to see. Yeah, I'm going to have okay. Tyson T-Bone. Ooh. Versus Lucas Steele. Yes, I can see it. Yeah, because <laughs> they probably, you know what? That's probably a bad match because they probably don't even need weapons. Those two guys, you could probably have used a fist and still smash each other out. But I think that would be uh, a really good thing. To, I think that'd be a different dynamic for those two as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, just think, two blokes just knocking the hell out of each other not being able to beat each other and then one of them just resorts into a chair or something just, yeah or, yeah, then, yeah you probably wouldn't need escal- <laughs> I can say escalator because they just can't beat each other so it's like, 
Yeah, the, but, yeah, yeah I, just I really like that. Dishing out A-makers and not a lot of them's going down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, your tag team title match? My tag team title match, right. I'm going to go for the Grizzle Young Veterans. Ooh, yes. I'm going to put them against the Island Brothers, who is... Uh, now, I'm cheating a bit here because one of them doesn't wrestle anymore. Notch, who does the... Yes. But yeah, he, he was taboo. I don't know if that's against the rules. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Island Brothers were just uh, were unbelievable. And um, I'd love I'd love to see them come back, if that makes sense. Because um, they were such great, a great tag team. Me and Drill wrestled them once, and it was... A, I, I love that match, what, me and, what we did with them. Yeah, um, because we came in pretty much at the same time, but we never seemed to get together. If that makes sense, and have that match, and then when we did have that match, I loved it. And and they had killer matches with everybody. And I think those against two guys like the Grizzled Young Veterans, who are just absolutely smashing it right now. Yes, um, I mean Zach and JD are just are just unbelievable, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't, I can't wait for the lockdowns would be over and they can be back in the main NXT roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll, ju- they'll it's, just it's like, get to a level. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I hear so many people compliment them and there's nothing else I can add. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, it speaks, they speak for themselves, don't they? You know what I mean? I, I mean, they just, they're at that level where I think they're untouchable now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, those two guys are unbelievable. <laughs> JD was at the last Wrestle Island show, but 15 year old just spent the whole trying to get the courage up to go ask him for his autograph, and he just bottled out at the end. I was like, just come ask him, he'll show me time. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's star power, that isn't it? That's when you know you've yeah. got star power. <laughs> but, uh, an intergender match? An intergender match? I would have to go with Lana Austin against Ooh, LA Austin. Yes. Uh, it's just I mean Lana Rustin is unbelievable Um, what she's done is is incredible and LA Austin she's seen the last like two and a half three years she's just that's just seemed to click with Lana Rustin as well yeah 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 she's everywhere now isn't she yeah I saw her um Wrestling Media Con in 2018 against Sue Young when it was Brit Rest versus Impact Wrestling. And they did oh, the match yeah, tonight, yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I've, I've, um, I've actually just recently watched that match. Yes. That's um, And I'm embarrassed to say I didn't watch it sooner because that was incredible. And there's, like I say, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing that I can add to it because it's just, it was. <laughs> do, you know I mean? do you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, I'd have her against LA Austin, and, and Lee is so talented, and he he should get more credit and recognition yeah. for what he does because his timing, his movement, his his hang time, it's it's unbelievable, and he's another one he can make anyone look good as well. Do you know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't know if if I mean I know obviously he's got his his own business and a, a family and that and. A, I think I could be wrong. I think he, he only works for GPW, and um, I don't know if 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 like if that if he's if he's just happy with that. If that makes sense. Yeah. But if if no one's booking him, uh, then they're missing a treat because like shame on them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's he's come up a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. So I may need to check him out. So I've not seen him. I've not seen him live, and I've not really seen much of him. So he's somebody on the list. I need to check out. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So I'm sure um, RP Davis brought him up as well, and Jim Bailey kept brought him up a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, he's somebody. Yeah, he's definitely on my list of somebody I need to check out. Then it's your main event, your title match, your main event match, main event title match. Right now, I'm going to have Joey Hayes. Yes. Um, because <sighs> where do I begin with Joey? It's Joey Hayes, isn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> he, he, oh, mate. So it's like, it's like, it's like a modern day legend, uh, Brit Rest legend. 
already, so it's like... Yeah, and and he's like, he's still got many years left, do you know what I mean? That's the scary mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> it's like, think of what he's going to be like in another ten years. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's... Um, yeah. Like, he's unbelievable. He's... I mean, I think I've, I've wrestled Joey once, and it was like a, you know, a five-man Savari series match, and it was when I first started. Um, yeah. But I, I would, I'd love to share the ring with Joey A's at some point before, you know, I ride off in the sunset. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I think he, he, he's, like, he's just unbelievable. And he, he's like a CJ Banks, isn't he? He can, he can make anyone look good, and he can do anything. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a bad Joey Hayes match. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend anyone go on YouTube and just find matches of his to watch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put the elimination match when you oh. teamed with Martin Kirby. Yes, yes. Yes. yes, that was. Uh, yeah, that's going back <laughs> when I was uh, a much thinner man. <laughs> <laughs> and who and who was his opponent? Be? His opponent would be Sam Gradwell. Yes. And, like, two reasons. I mean, obviously, the first reason being he's incredible. He looks a million dollars. He he can wrestle anybody. He can... He, he, he's believable. Um, he's unbelievable in the ring. And another reason, which is, like, I don't know if he'd be... I don't, know if, I don't think he'd be... Bothered if I say this, but you know, Sam Sam Gradwell has done a lot for me in pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, there was a time I broke my leg when I was wrestling, and Ooh. yeah, yeah, I, I had screws put in, um, and I was just, you know, I was recovering and stuff, and I seen like not bitterness, but I seen everyone doing going off wrestling on shows, and I'm, you know, I was stuck, you know, my leg up on a sofa or on a bed, you know, staring at the same four walls. And it was like, not only have I got to wait till this cast comes off, but I've got to also go back into the, like, learn everything again, if that makes sense. I've got to learn how to get my time in my footwork right. Yeah. And I lost so much motivation. Um, I lost a lot of confidence, which is not like me. Not confidence in myself. I mean, just like, like wrestling confidence, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there were yeah. certain moves I couldn't, I just didn't want to take, and I wasn't bumping, I was just crumbling, if that makes and it, it just, it wasn't, it just, something, something was missing, and I wasn't getting many bookings, and Sam, like, messaged me, and he said, listen, if you need help, give me a shout, because obviously he's had his, um, he, he did his leg the first time, didn't he, his, um, his mm-hmm. ACL, I think it was, his, he, yeah, I think it was his yeah. So he obviously, so he knew what I was going for, obviously. And I, I, I messaged him and I said, "Listen, like, is there any chance you can help me out? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm desperate." And he was like, "Leave it with me." And he got me so many bookings. He gave me so much advice. He get, he, I learned oh, wow. so much from him. And I, I was, me and him in the car, and I was picking his brain all the time. And I would not be where I am today if it weren't for Sam Gradwell. Oh, amazing! So, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to put Sam Gradwell in the main event, and I'd oh, probably just... have Johnny yeah. Brannigan ref it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but same with Johnny. I mean, like I can't say anything bad about Johnny, and Johnny got me got me to the dance. You know, he's yeah. always believed in me. He's always had confidence in me. You know, what I mean, he's all he, he was always messaging me when I broke my leg. He was always asking how I was, and I was just like, yeah, like. You know, they, they always say, don't they, like, you're lucky if you have, like, so many friends in wrestling. And I think yeah. that's a bit outdated now because of the day and age you live in, like, everyone's friendly and stuff. But I can honestly say Johnny Brannigan and Sam Gradwell are on that list. Yes. Oh. And I'm, I am privileged to say I'm, I, I am friend with them. You know what I mean? I am friends with them. So, yeah, a little, a nice little heartfelt felt uh, message there from, from the bad lad. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great card I really, really want to go watch that <laughs> yeah hi this is Tonga and you're listening to Broken for Glorious start wrapping up do you want to uh, promote your social media or do you want to you, you want to promote or? yeah um, my uh, social media on Twitter 
Heavyweight King Mickey Barnes, um, Facebook, um, YouTube, all that stuff, all Mickey Barnes on there. Um, I will be releasing, hopefully, when it all comes comes to pass this pandemic stuff about the uh, the boxing match. Yes. Um, so I'll be I'll be sharing and tagging all that stuff. Um, hopefully, get as much support as I can. Um, any, any also, if you want to just tag, tag us in any tweets, we'll retweet them. So. Oh, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that so much. And I'd like to um, have a shout out to Green's Health Bar. Oh yeah, okay. Who uh, I, during this um, this thirty six week physique with Nush, um, obviously Nush as well, but they've really helped with nutrition. And the uh, they're the in Poulton where I live. And the the food they do is so healthy and so tasty. And if if anybody, whether you're starting out or whether you're an athlete or anything, I really really would like to recommend going to them because oh, amazing. They, they help you with your prep meals. They help you they, just like they make it so easy for you, you know, yeah. helping you out and stuff like that. And the team there, I know them all very personally, and the the, the such. Great guys who, who were there, great like, and they're they're going places. Um, so I'd say defo, defo jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, I'll, I'll put links to everything in the description below the interview. So I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future when wrestling's back. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'd uh, I'd love to come back. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So. Yeah. <laughs>